0: Well, good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us. I want to particularly thank uh, the Common Council President, Keith Furman, and Alder Tag Evers for being here, uh, and as well as the city staff who are helping out. Today, I am introducing my capital budget and the infrastructure investments that underlie our city. In a month, I will be introducing my operating budget, which deals largely with services and personnel. These budgets are united by a common vision. Infrastructure investments are not just about bricks and mortar, they're a reflection of our values. This budget puts our money where our values are and it assures that Madison will be strong and ready for the challenges ahead of us for generations to come. My goal with this budget is to build a beautiful city, a place that people are proud to call home. My goal with this budget is to build an affordable city so that people who work here can afford to live and raise a family here. My goal with this budget is to build a greener, more resilient city, ready for the many challenges of a changing climate. And my goal with this budget is to build a healthy and strong neighborhoods with libraries, parks, bike trails, and family-friendly events that embrace the great diversity of our city. Behind me, we see the iconic gateway to the city, John Nolan Drive. Thousands of people use John Nolan to enter downtown every day, witnessing one of the more dramatic views of Madison, the Capitol, and Monona Terrace. In this budget, I am investing $21 million of federal and local funds to rebuild John Nolan Drive including its aging causeways, bridges, and bike paths. Coupled with our Lake Monona waterfront design competition, we are laying the foundation for a new Madison waterfront that serves both as a gateway to downtown and as an accessible park for residents and visitors alike. We must repair John Nolan to stave off future problems and to prepare for the decades ahead. Similarly, we must address other critical issues in our city to build a firm foundation for future generations. Since I was elected, affordable housing has been my top priority. I'm happy to say that we have seen measurable gains in housing supply recently, but we have much more work to do. Thus, a key focus of my capital budget is housing. While we use policy to encourage the creation of more housing, the city needs to focus our funding on housing affordability so that those who work in Madison can afford to live in Madison. With this budget, I am increasing investments for new affordable housing to $60 million over six years. And since I took office, we have more than doubled the amount of money going to affordable housing. This represents a fundamental change in the priorities of the city. We are seeing the results of our affordable housing investments all around this city. In the Bayview neighborhood, redevelopment is underway on 130 affordable housing units, a beautiful community room and other amenities. On the east side, Movin' Out and Red Caboose are building a four story building to include 32 affordable units and a childcare center right in the building in the Union Corners area, where a whole new community is taking shape, right on a transit line. In the Westgate area, we are seeing a transformation of an old shopping center into a new living community with 300 units of affordable housing. There are many more successful projects all around the city that we have helped to make happen. In this budget, we double down on that success but the city alone cannot solve this growing need. We need the help of the private sector and our partners in state government to continue to make progress on this issue. In addition to new affordable housing, I'm also continuing support for housing by investing $19 million over six years on programs like down payment assistance, housing rehabilitation assistance and property tax relief for seniors. My budget also reflects the transformative approach we are taking to homeless services. No longer will we be crowding our most vulnerable residents into church basements and hoping for the best. Instead, we are constructing the state's first purpose-built shelter with strong support from the county and our partners in federal government. Housing affordability is not the only challenge that we face moving forward. The climate crisis is no longer on some future horizon line. The climate crisis is here and it is one of our primary responsibilities to make our city and our infrastructure ready for the challenges ahead. Since the 2018 flood, the city has rapidly advanced major flood mitigation projects on key streets and drainage areas. City engineers are carefully studying every watershed in the city to understand where and why flooding happens. They have identified key projects to make our stormwater infrastructure stronger and more resilient. Next year, we'll be investing in projects like the Mendota-Grassman Greenway, Lower Badger Mill Creek Pond, and a number of other stormwater improvements that happen alongside street reconstructions. This budget invests $22.2 million in flood mitigation efforts, and another 15 million to improve stormwater quality to keep our beautiful lakes clean. In addition to preparing for a changing climate, we need to make sure that we are doing our part to combat climate change, embracing solutions to lower our carbon emissions. 40% of Madison's greenhouse gas emissions come from transportation. That is why Madison has worked so hard to secure millions from President Biden and Secretary Buttigieg to launch our bus rapid transit project, which will take thousands of cars off city streets, ease congestion, and get our residents to work and play more rapidly with fewer climate impacts. In this budget, we use an additional $23 million in federal funding to secure a fully electric bus rapid transit fleet. quiet zero emission electric buses will be transformative to our Metro bus system. This budget makes a new $2.5 million investment in electric vehicle charging equipment to power our city's growing fleet of electric vehicles from the nation's first electric fire truck to our purchase of electric compactors to our growing fleet of light duty trucks. The city continues to break ground with our use of electric vehicles. In addition, city sustainability staff are working hard with the private sector to begin to tackle the other major contributor to greenhouse gas emissions inefficient buildings. And city transportation staff continue to work with the federal government to envision an Amtrak station for Madison. This budget contains major infrastructure investments to ensure that as we build our city, we are building it in a greener and more sustainable way to protect people and the planet. Madison is a city of neighborhoods and this budget reflects the fact that building and supporting strong neighborhoods is a critical component of our activities. Strong neighborhoods are affordable neighborhoods, diverse neighborhoods, healthy neighborhoods, and safe neighborhoods. Both our capital and operating budgets prioritize our neighborhoods. My budget will continue to invest in parks, playground improvements, libraries, sidewalks, crosswalks, bikeways, and businesses that strengthen our neighborhoods. I'm also strategically prioritizing some investments based on local need and opportunities, and those that help advance equity. In the Sandburg area, the budget puts $15 million towards the construction of Madison Public Library's Imagination Center. In the Brentwood-Northport area, the budget funds a $5 million expansion of the Warner Park Community Center. In the Hammersley-Teresa area, the budget funds improvements to the stormwater system to alleviate issues with basement flooding. And in the Darbo-Worthington area, the budget reserves 2.5 million to purchase the Salvation Army site, providing them with the needed capital for a purpose-built women's shelter and providing the opportunity to support new community facilities in the neighborhood. With these investments, we can build a better, greener, stronger, and more resilient Madison. Before closing, I'd like to thank our Finance Director, Dave Schmidicke, and our Budget Manager, Christine Coe. They have done an incredible amount of work to get us to this place. I want to thank Council President Furman and Vice President Curry for their partnerships, all of our city agencies who work hard to develop their budget proposals, and I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the support that Madison has received from state and federal government with numerous grants, both from the Evers administration and the Biden administration. I look forward to discussing this budget with the city council and thank them in advance for their support of these important projects. And now I'd be happy to take your questions. Anyone? Yeah, question. Um, I know you just touched on it a little bit saying yesterday about the importance of the men the homeless shelter for the men. I know they've been in flux for the last couple of years, but to finally have a solid place for them to stay. This in, our investments in homeless services are so critical. We discovered or had impressed upon us during the pandemic. Um, that the way we were housing men experiencing homelessness in our community is really just unacceptable. We were packing folks into church basements. When the pandemic hit, we knew we had to take a different approach. It's been a long road and we still have a little ways to go, but I'm confident that the investments that this budget makes will really result in a purpose-built men's homeless shelter that will transform the way that we approach homeless services in Madison. We already have made significant progress to making sure that folks can access shelter by removing different barriers, and we have fewer people actually who are experiencing unsheltered homelessness today than we did a year ago. Uh, But we have to make sure that we continue these investments, and frankly, we are going to need the support of our entire community to make sure that once this shelter is built that we can continue to operate it in the best way. Other questions? So regarding the public market, it's really unfortunate that the um, EDA put us in the position of basically having to withdraw our grant application. And at this point in time, the gap in funding for the market is large enough that I don't feel comfortable moving forward on my own. Um, I need to consult with the finance committee and with the council as a whole to understand what their level of support is for the project. And so we'll be doing that in the coming weeks. Other questions? I just have one more. Um, I believe the budget this year is just a little bit more um, than it was last year. If you could talk about some key improvements that made it, that necessitated the increase. Sure. So we have some uh, some big projects that are coming this year. Uh, one we've talked about already, which is the homeless shelter. Uh, we also have a bunch of the investments in bus rapid transit that are hitting in the next budget cycle. Um, So that's one of the reasons that you see an increase in the capital budget uh, for this next year. But also, just to be frank, inflation has hit everything in our community, including our capital budget. And so we've had to really scrutinize projects and make some decisions about what will go forward in the next year and what we might put off a year or two more based on the amount of inflation that we're seeing. Any other questions? All right, well, yeah, go ahead. Affordable housing, Uh, what are some of the projects that are probably like first to be completed or in the budget that uh, are first in line? Sure. So we've had a number of projects that we've supported recently. And the way that our affordable housing funding works is that once it goes into a budget, uh, our community development division will actually release a request for proposals. So we don't know what the funds in this budget will be going for, um, for another several months at least. Uh, But, you know, you've seen some of the results uh, of our affordable housing investments around the community. Um, you know, you've seen the the work that's going on at Bayview and the Triangle. Um, there's a number of other new projects uh, over the years that we have funded, and this is really a, a three or four year funding cycle that we work on. So the investments that we're making now will be creating housing for years to come in Madison. And hey, can you touch on some of the maybe uh, past successes in previous budgets of affordable housing? Some, I think we're at the Ella. Is that uh, that type of thing yeah so I mean I'm really excited by the amount of housing that is getting built in Madison the Ella is a fantastic example of new housing um, and I think you can see a number of the um, the new buildings on East Washington that have gone up and um, many of those cont- contain affordable units as well there's the um, I'm, I'm not going to get the names of the projects right but there's one out on on um, On cottage grove i think it's called the ace or something like that that's a beautiful project it's got some affordable housing in it um, and solar on its roof Uh, so there's just a i'm really impressed with the production of affordable housing in our community right now and as you know this is very, very needed. We need to be producing housing units every year, at least 1,000 housing units a year to just keep up with our population growth and make sure that everybody who wants to live in Madison has the opportunity to do so at an affordable level. Any other questions? All right, well, thank you all so much for being here. Our finance staff are here. And I'm happy to take questions offline as well. Enjoy the beautiful view and the gorgeous day that we have.